Hi, Christina here, founder of Liberate. I wanted to let you know that all of our amazing practitioners, healers, and intuitives are available for remote sessions. And we are continuously adding new classes, workshops, and meditations to serve you every week. Thank you for joining us, and I hope that we can help you liberate yourself. <coughs> Clear the throat. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. We're welcoming back Jay Bradley. If you haven't met Jay before, he's a phenomenal breathwork instructor. Uh, he is also a hypnotherapist, Reiki master, health and wellness coach. I mean, he's pretty much got the gamut of everything there. We've done a couple other podcasts in the in the past, including some deep cuts and um, other other podcasts featuring Jay. So if you love Jay, go back and look through uh, the older podcasts and YouTube videos, and you'll find more things to learn uh, from this amazing man here. So today we're going to be talking about the chakras, okay? Now, you can kind of look at this as like chakra 101 if you want, you know, for those of you that do know a lot about chakras, there's still something for you to learn too. Um, and really about all of these amazing energy points on you, how to open them, how to balance them. And, you know, JB and a breathwork facilitator, he's going to talk about how that helps there. And he's created this amazing line of uh, products called chakra balms uh, that help facilitate in the opening of the chakras too. So, Jay, welcome. Hey, thank you. So good to spend time with you. Good to, good to have Hi, you here. Um, my kindred spirit. <laughs> I know. And almost roommates. We live in the same building. <laughs> we live in the same building. And, you know, being in the same building, I wore like a pink. He wore a purple today. I had a dentist appointment this morning before this. He has one right after. I mean, yeah, when I say kindred spirits. <laughs> Something's going on here. Oh, my God. Your teeth look amazing, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> so, so, Jay, let's start by talking a little bit about chakras. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, the chakras I read about and studied for years, and but they were always this esoteric kind of topic, right? And I was people were talking about, oh, my chakras were popping open, and I was getting a little, like, you know, envious of people's chakras because I was like, I don't feel mine. I, I know about them. But then when I did my first breathwork session over three years ago, I got it. It's like I got goosebumps. But like I literally felt my chakras throbbing, pulsating, opening. And I was like, hallelujah, I've arrived. I get it. <laughs> so let's backtrack a little bit. I mean, I'm sure a lot of you that are watching have heard the term chakra before and know what it is. But like, let's uh, let's play it like dumb down a little bit. Like mm -hmm. for somebody that might not know or might have heard the word, but not really have a full understanding. How would you describe it? Yes. Well, sh the word chakra is, is Hindu and it means discs. Yeah. Discs. So if you imagine an, an invisible energetic disc, and we'll talk about the seven main chakras, and these discs, when open, when aligned, when balanced, they begin to kind of spin in a, like a clockwise direction. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they get muffled and stuck, and the spin does, you know, they don't spin. Sometimes they even go backwards, they're a little underactive. So they're, they're energy points in our body, and they represent aspects of our, not only our physical body, but mm -hmm. also uh, aspects of our life, for example, money or you know, self-love or connecting to spirit. So they all represent something really important in our life. Yeah. 
And so, I mean, for those that are, are, are tuning in, if you've ever heard of or went to an acupuncture mm. uh, appointment, uh, you know, it matters which way they turn the needle because those are all minor chakras too. You know, these little energy centers that, you know, uh, control how our energetic currents go through our body, which are those discs that are spinning. And if they're clogged or they're not operating right or they're spinning backwards, there could be some problems that start to unfold in your life. Yes. And you know, that's really what I I wanted to talk about today was like just tuning into our body more because our body doesn't lie. I have a you know health and wellness background and I always taught people to kind of pay attention to the body. You've heard this before, like the universe or your body in this case will throw a little stone, right? Yeah. Maybe it's an ache and a pain. And then if you don't listen to that, you get a larger stone and then eventually the boulder comes. So if we can learn to tune in a little bit more to what's going on, aches, pains, little symbols, little signs, mm. uh, stresses, right? Emotions. Then we can tune into where we need to, to balance and align and open up. What I like to say with chakras is we're either releasing out of fear or stress uh, or we're releasing out of love, uh, right? And like so that's that. an easy way to look at it. If we're releasing out of, out of uh, fear, they can get muffled, clogged, imbalanced. If we're releasing out of love, generally they can be more aligned, more balanced. I like that analogy. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. And, and the fact of you saying too, like to tune into your body to become aware because I think a lot of people, um, myself included at times, it's not until we're the body or the life, whether it's emotional, financial, physical, whatever else is going on, uh, hits kind of a crisis point. Then people yeah. say, "Oh my God, I gotta, I gotta do something about this," or "I'm, I'm literally knocked over in pain," or right. you know, like my relationships just all fell apart, or my finances are are crap, and you know. But it, it's like, but can they tune into that? earlier I think would have this ability to not have that in uh, uh, such an extreme suffering right that's exactly it I mean look I talk openly about this gallbladder pain that I had for 20 years I mean it showed up when I was 28 so I was pretty young but you know and it came came on pretty strong so I'm sure there were signs years before that this went on for 20 years and, and as I've done breath work it's re released and relaxed and, knock on wood, <laughs> pretty much healed itself. But I, I totally see the correlation now to, and we'll talk about, you know, the, the solar plexus and self-worth, self-love, self-acceptance, and this whole, you know, nervousness and angst that I stored right here in the solar plexus. So again, I'm sure the signs were there years before. I just wasn't listening. But sure enough, when I got the gallbladder pain, because it's so intense, yeah. I was forced, you know, to to just look at it and try to figure out why. Because there's nothing wrong with my gallbladder, for example. So a lot mm. of us, you know, we might think we have physical ailments, but there's always an emotional component. And like, even if ah, you do have a physical ailment, yeah. it's like, where is that emotional ailment? And yeah. that, that brings me like uh, a couple months ago, I threw out my back really yeah. bad. Yeah. It, I mean, like I couldn't even walk people. Like mm -hmm. I, I was in the shower, sitting, crying to get the dogs out to go potty. It was like a nightmare. I had to have a friend come by a couple times because I couldn't even do it. So this is how bad it was. And you know, I could say this is just a physical thing and maybe I threw it out doing something, right. but I tuned in, in meditation and stuff and I got that I needed to just let go and release and take a higher path and there was some conflict and some things with the, the big Hollywood space and the lawsuit I had with the landlord on that yeah. and I, I literally just retreated and 
and you know um, I gave away the lawsuit, like surrendered it, even though it had a huge financial reward on the end, and mm -hmm. and and got out of that and took the higher route. And within a week after that, I was better, and I was walking around. Uh. Now I'm hiking all the time, and it's, it, it's like, okay, so what was that emotional aspect and that anger that I was holding on to, mm -hmm. that I needed to let go of that anger and that resentment, and the moment that I did, and I just gave myself back power and not held on to like needing stuff, like it disappeared, it, and, 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 and the pain was really real, everybody. Oh, it's real. And, and so it's not to discredit that no. you might have pain or that you might even have, you know, masses that grow and mm -hmm. sometimes tumors and other things or you might have high blood pressure, you might have all these other components that can happen to us, but if you really, really start to tap in, you'll find that there's some form of imbalance that once you pull the root of that imbalance, your body can start to heal itself yeah. and you're going to be doing better. I love that you said that. And, and of course, I talk a lot in my teachings around lower back because I had the same thing in New York City when I moved there. was spending all my money, all of my you know, savings to live in New York City. And it suddenly hit my lower back. Lower back you know, is connected to the first and second chakra, which is all about money and grounding. And also the lower back is about feeling supported in the world. Mm -hmm. So of course you had that. You had a yeah. lot of financial <laughs> stuff going on and a lot of fear and stress and stuff yeah. stored up. So that's... I'm not surprised. There's a great book called Healing Back Pain by Dr. John Sarno. He's done studies on thousands of people with disc issues. And, the, you know, I won't go into it, but basically he talks about how stress begins to cause spasms in the body. And once those spasms are going, it's difficult to, to stop them. Once we get the emotional connection, though, yeah. we can prevent it from happening in the future. Yeah. And you can heal it. Yes. Yeah, yes. one of the other people that live in the building, uh, when they saw me in such pain, they had actually recommended that book to me. Oh. Um, but it ended up going away, like, the next week when I, like, was, like, told my attorney, okay, I, we can settle, we're done, I'm walking away. Mine lasted for six months, so you're really lucky. <laughs> yeah, well, it, was, it was about six weeks, yeah. but, I mean, it was, it was I, you know, it's interesting for anybody that's experienced uh, severe pain for the first few weeks, you think you're going to get better, and then a month into it, you're, you're like, oh, my God, and then... I, it was probably a little more than a month where I started being like, what if this is my life for the rest of my life? Right, the fear. So it's like fear versus love. Can uh -huh. I go? Can I just accept there's more love here or am I just going to panic and fear? Because it is painful and it's very scary. Yeah. Yeah, I had the same questions when my back went out. And then it's like, woo, this is, if this is how it's going to be. I don't know how I'm going to enjoy life. Oh my <laughs> and then you start to realize and you start to take, you start to realize the gift in the pain also, right? Because yeah. I was like, oh my God, I didn't realize how much I valued even to be able to stand or the, the joys of going for a hike or a bike ride or the little That's things right. that, was, that were important to me that I think I just took for granted. And you, you start to take things for granted when they're in your everyday realm, but when you suddenly can't do it, you're like, oh! Yeah, I couldn't even get in and out of my car when that was happening in my hips. It was oh, just yeah. a spasm. So yeah, great <laughs> lessons. 
Thank God we're fixed now and we're aware of our chakras. Oh, fix, fix for the now until we have the next one. No. And that's what the thing, yeah. anybody that's tuning in, this is an ever-changing yeah. process. Like people always like, at least they, when they come to me, I'm sure when they come to you, Jay, they're like, oh, well, when will life be this grand, beautiful thing with no problems? And I look at them and I'm like, you wouldn't want no problems even if you had it. It's true. You know, because at a certain point you'd get bored and complacent and there would be no friction to create motion in life, right? You yes. need friction to move. That's one of the fundamental laws of physics. Like friction creates motion. And so if we want to move forward in life, we're going to need to press against some friction. Now it doesn't have to be as painful or severe, but yeah. there should be some friction in life, some form of momentum that pushes us forward. Yes. I agree. Maybe a little less friction, but <laughs> <you know. laughs> at least some. Ten <laughs> percent. So, so tell me about like okay. So you have this back pain in New York, yeah. and uh, you're realizing all all of this. Is that when you started really kind of getting into chakras, or were is is was that like the first like I want I know you felt them when you did your breath work three yes. years ago, but what about when you started to become more aware, dive into what they were? Yeah, well, I've been aware for many years. I mean, even over 20 years ago, you know, there was some, some great material that I was reading around chakras. And again, doing some chakra meditations and some chakra healings and using pendulums with Reiki. It's a great way at, if you're watching and you want a kind of a quick way to test your chakras. You can use, I didn't bring my pendulum, but you can hold a pendulum over yourself or have someone do it for you over the, the seven main chakras, which we'll talk about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's a nice way energetically to test them. And if it spins clockwise, uh, you, you know, you're nice and open and balanced. And then if it just stays still or goes backwards yeah. <laughs> or crazy, could mean there's some, some work you want to do around that. So There's also, if you, people have heard of dowsing rods, you can oh, use yeah. those too. Those are how they used to find, uh, I mean, I'm sure still in some parts of the world how they find well water today, but you know, the, the current, they, when they crossed, it meant that there was water underground, and so you take these two metal pipes, and you can even take uh, some metal uh, um, coat hangers or whatnot, but if you hold those, you can see whether the chakra's open or close. I love that. So, either way. Yeah, there's a lot of ways, and so, you know, I was using uh, chakra oils, essential oils for years uh, but with breath work and also before breath work uh, to kind of help and balance my chakras. So that's when I was doing a breath work session at home one day, there's just this, that's what I love about breath work, it, just this clear message came in. I had the vision, I had the almost the recipe, I had the whole download during one session. I got up, went to my kitchen and started to make the balms. And you know, what I love so much, I, I love that it's hard to have a spiritual practice. It's hard to have consistent practice of any kind. Oh, so, yeah. You know, I wanted to just make it easy for people to have a little special place, right? We have our bombs, we apply them, we have a candle. You know, you have your time to just create that space. And, and part of that spiritual space is like sense, right? Yeah. Smells and feelings and music and sounds. So that's kind of why I created these for people to just have a really nice, intense and spiritual practice at home. 
I love it. Can I see some of them? Yeah. yeah. I know I've played we, with them We before. haven't really talked about the chakras. Should yeah, we yeah, apply like, them and talk about them like, as yeah, we go? Yeah, let's talk about each one. So these are the, these are the seven um, basic chakras. As I said, you have more chakras, but these are the ones that are tend to be, they're tied to your different organ systems. They're tied to yeah. the different uh, physical manifestations and also uh, emotional and other components of your life. So let's, let's talk about each one and give people a brief, like, educational download on them yeah i think that'd be good i think ah, i love this one so we start at the root and the root is actually at the base of your spine i mean you don't want to be <clears throat> rubbing this you know anywhere near your genitals so sometimes i just suggest the easiest thing is to put it at the bottom of the feet okay and uh you have socks on but you can yeah. take a smell and that's that's the root chakra and really right now especially if you've done a lot of spiritual work grounding is really important a lot of people are really spiritual but they so good. have problems like making money right <clears throat> root is all about grounding it's about financial support and security it's about safety it's about feeling connected to nature and sort of the physical manifestations in life and mm -hmm. throw in anything else I mean yeah uh, a lot of times well you said anything physical so whether you're a lot of to do with your physical health too you know um, your strength your endurance um, you know but a lot with when it comes to it most people like your sub that foundation the foundation and, yeah. yeah and then in terms of physical manifestations again lower back could be connected to root and second but you know feet think about your root, right? Anything from kind of your lower spine down, legs, knees, feet, any aches and pains, any injuries yeah, can be tied in to root for sure. So also really good to put it on your tailbone. Yeah. I mean, I do this, the sacral uh, chakra, I do it on. Oh, the tailbone, <clears throat> yeah. Do it here below the belly button, but also I like to put a little bit on the tailbone. And that's a really nice spicy one. Okay. <clears throat> and I always say sacral. It's all about healthy sexuality, sensuality, creativity, passion, but it's also life force. It's like if you're tired, if you're exhausted, yeah. if you're numb, which I've been really tired during this whole, who hasn't, right, this pandemic. Yeah, I, getting more and more lazy too, I feel I like, know. at least I am. Yeah, I know. It's so this is kind of that whole life force energy as well. And again, physically, you know, anything to do with the genitals, with the anus, lower back, the hips, uh, lower spine. Which is where but, a lot of people have a lot of issues because we live in a culture of sexual shame. Right. You know, and so there's a lot more, you know, I mean, I'm sure in maybe different European nations that aren't as shameful within sexuality and sensuality, it might be a little bit different, but in America at least, we have a lot of, you know, shame around there. And, yes. and so there's a lot of unresolved issues, which um, I see it manifesting in the physical in a huge way too, because I feel like that's your self-expression and uh, the inability to be oneself. And I think that there's a lot of people going crazy or not being true to their self and stuff. And so, uh, and it's causing this like toxicity right yeah and it's almost like this look at me culture let's over express myself let's overdo this but it's almost in a fake way instead of a true way and so yeah. you see that and you see a lot of imbalance here i'd say is probably one of the biggest imbalances i'm glad you said that and i also um want to mention you know that there's so much more we can cover but but overactive sexuality right addiction to sex i certainly oh, yeah. 
I've certainly acted out sexually, energetically, just to escape, right? Mm -hmm. Let me just do something. Let me have sex. Let me, and that's just an overactive kind of, you know, reaction from an imbalance or overactive sacral yeah. as well. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that can cause this, of course, you know, trauma and all sorts of things. But it's just good to be aware. And again, it's not about judging ourselves; it's loving ourselves through it. But just recognizing where do we act out? Where do we have addictive tendencies? What's going on here? Yeah, I think that's really important to also notate is that things can be overactive just as much as they can be underactive. Yes, absolutely. So as if this is not enough to focus on, underactive, overactive. Ah, I love this one. This is the solar plexus. This is where I had my gallbladder challenges. So this goes <laughs> right under your ribs. And you don't need much, by the way, with I the balls. I see this is the one you use a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I eat it for breakfast, too. I need help with that. Uh, that, we talked a little bit about like self-esteem, worthiness, owning so our power so in the world. Yeah, that's a spicy one. It's got, we didn't talk about what's in them, but that's like a lemongrass, ginger, black pepper. Uh, this, of course, liver, gallbladder. Uh, a digestion, right? Any any of the organs sort of in that area as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. I like that one. The solar plexus too. Yeah, it takes a place with with the with the sacral working together with that self expression. A lot of emotions too. Do yes. You, you know, do you, <laughs> can you express yourself fully? Do you you know have built up resentment or anger, frustration towards others, towards yourself? You know. These are the, those emotional clogs in the wheel that go on here. And, yeah, and you yeah. mentioned shame, so that's really the second, the sacred. Yeah. A lot of shame can be carried there. Yeah. A lot of self-loathing, too, mm -hmm. and you know, lack of unworthiness really is a big one here. Yeah, and victim mentality. Oh, God. Been there. <laughs> Spent a lot of my life there. <laughs> a lot of us have. It's okay. This is my favorite, and I think because it's the heart, and... The breath work, if nothing else, I always say, just opens the heart, helps you to feel so much more deeply. And the heart is about unconditional love, but not just, you know, giving and receiving. A lot of us are really good givers, but we don't receive very well. Mm -hmm. uh, forgiveness, compassion, empathy. <sighs> yeah, I always say that, so you have your front heart chakra, and then there's also a back heart chakra that normally in certain, in certain types of disciplines they're actually separated out and some disciplines are put as one. But your back, it tends to be your receiving side. And so a lot of times your heart can be like super open this way, but you have these clogness. So if you have problems in your shoulder blades in that center of the thing where you know, you, you're that, it feels like it needs to pop all the time or there's pressure there that can be an indication that you're off balance and what you give and you receive and that you don't really do it equally. I love that. And I also learned that the back, the middle of the back behind the heart is also grief. Mm -hmm. So really good to be aware. Are we holding on to grief? Do you have constant pain right in the, <laughs> in the back here? I mean, that's something to be aware of for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then the throat. I'm seeing this a lot. I work with a lot of women, a lot of gay men. And, and you know, this whole idea, there's so much we want to say in the world. We want to be messengers. There's a lot of things going on in the world where we are afraid to speak up. And so it's a whole mixed message around really speaking your truth. And I, fi I find that's also... A, tied in with self-worth, right? Am yeah. I worthy enough to speak my truth or am I going to be judged, mm -hmm. worrying about what people think? So this is all about expression. It's about uh, also healthy boundaries in relationships. 
Yeah. Right? Asking for what you need. Like, hey, I'm worthy of asking. And saying yeah. no. If you want to say no, say no. Higher level of... Uh, it's interesting, Jay brought up, like, the, the chakras are connected in different channels. Like, your sacral and your your throat go together as higher level and, and lower level of creativity. But also, like, that throat and that... Um, and that solar plexus connection and that can tend to be what blocks your heart is so it's like your heart could be open but if you have this energy coming down here because of congestion and this energy congestion it's gonna over congest your heart too so you might have this inability to express your love if you're feeling built up or not ex expressing yourself I'm glad you said that because really they are all connected <laughs> You know, it's uh, and also kind of like to think about the Kundalini energy. You know how it mm. kind of—it's a feminine energy that kind of runs up and down the spine and in and out of the body, and that's kind you of you see great it example. as like the double snake, which a lot of people say like it's interesting that the medical sig sig uh, uh, symbol is the the snake that goes up. You know, but uh, that's a that's a representation of the Kundalini. Yeah, and if we think about that energy is flowing up and down our spine, up and down our system. I use that often with breath work, like imagine you're bringing in oxygen all the way from your feet up through these chakras and out and then around and just kind of get that energy flowing because mm -hmm. it does get blocked and clogged. Of course it does. We're human, right? There's a lot going on in the world too. We can go on and on, like physically our diet is related, uh, so not just our thoughts and our emotions. And other people, whoever we uh, hang out or spend time with, the, the things that we decide to put into our system through um, media and 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 you know social media, other types of influences. But you know, if you've ever been around somebody where you're feeling great, and then you're around somebody and you just like walk away and you feel drained, or you feel angry, or you feel frustrated, or whatnot, Happens. it's because on some level our energy systems can connect right and then um, you can take on some of that other person's emotions or whatever's going on in their system so uh, that's not a coincidence and especially if you notice that that happens quite often it's about you know cutting cords and that's a whole nother thing to get into but mm -hmm. you know uh, there there's so much more I mean think about we only see this much of the color spectrum we're only this much aware of what our reality is, too. Yeah, there is a lot more. And uh, I, I wanted to just go back to throat. I, I already applied the third eye, but throat, you know, thyroid. I'm seeing a lot of thyroid. That's often related to the throat. <coughs> you know, clearing your throat, scratchy throat, inability to speak, sore throat glands. Even though I see a lot of lower neck, right? Issues around the shoulders and the neck. So that's yeah. throat. Uh, third eye, I already applied. Better than Botox. <laughs> Third eye. What is that about? It's about foresight. It's about clarity. It's about vision. It's about seeing where you're going. Also intuition, too. A lot mm -hmm. of people are very visual. I see things when I get messages. I tend to see words. Do you? Are you visual? I do get visions. Yeah. So that's really nice to open up that third eye. And people get headaches. Anything related to the sinuses or the eyes, that can also be a sign of perhaps a clogged or closed third eye. Yeah. All right. And the crown. And the third eye too, um, to touch a little bit more on that, it's also your willpower. Um, and so uh, yeah. it's, are you able to focus? Are you able to get things done? Are you able to, you know, put that intention to actually do and complete something. Oftentimes, if you find that you're struggling in that, it might be that your third eye is congested or that you're not able to have that level of willfulness.
Yeah, I love that. Sometimes I'm great with that, sometimes I'm not. And we need the bulbs, and then that opens it up, you know? Like, that, that's, that's, you know? The crown, you put it right on top of the head, maybe on the temples if you'd like, and it gets a little more floral as you move up. And You don't use this one that often. That's a new one. Oh. <laughs> I like gone. this one, it's brand new. <laughs> yeah, the crown, well, you know, look, if you feel alone in the world, and I know right now it's, yeah, a lot of us are feeling like, what's going on? Is anybody listening to us? Have you ever yelled at God, or like, I have? Like, is any, you know, <laughs> help. Yeah. That's kind of a, just a disconnect a little from, from your spiritual energy, from your source. And that just taps into whatever it is for you. Maybe it's angels, guides, ancestors, some sort of guidance and also intuition. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I mean, in the, in the crown, yeah, all of those things. I mean, I don't really have anything to add to that. I mean, that that's... That's that divine divinity, that that higher purpose, right? Yeah. Feeling like we're connected, but you know, like the why is it important? And so we just spent a minute mm -hmm. talking a little bit about the chakras, applying these balms that you created. Now, what do the balms do? Mm -hmm. Okay, and then why is it important? A little bit more in detail of opening these up or having some. Yeah, well, the balms, I mean, I did a lot of research around the essential oils and, you know, which ones are good for which chakras and wanted to create something special with that. And so, number one, the essential oils work. They're very healing, you know, they're from nature and they're uh, mainly organic oils, the purest I could find. But also the intention behind literally applying them. Um, on our website, on the chakrabalms.com, we have Afro custom page for people who purchase and, and you know we have a lot of affirmations so while you're applying them doing the affirmations just bringing attention to where yeah. you need some energy really uh, is is powerful as well and often it's just the intention and the awareness that that can help you to align and bring balance of course I use all seven with my students and my clients during breath work yeah. to really magnify we say ignite the chakras but you know if you're a speaker and you're doing it talk on zoom right now you know just put a little throat chakra on or if you have a date you know a little, yeah. a little heart well, chakra or it, a sacral <laughs> and they smell really good too so you yeah, get bonus, smell, bonus points there exactly so so these have a lot of different essential oils yes. in them and the essential oils uh, are custom blends that you've put together that really help to open up and to stimulate the chakras. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, we say ignite the chakras. Ignite. I like that word. Ignite, ignite, <laughs> stimulate, whatever, you know, but it's, yeah. it's, it's drawing that. And when mm -hmm. people find that, you know, so when people are using this, then, then, then everything's flowing just a little bit better, right? Mm -hmm. It's uh, a little bit easier. Now, I know that you also do things like breath work, mm -hmm. and you know, so can, can you share a little bit about how there's other forms of releasing some congestions and blocks in, in the chakras, and what do you find works for you? Because this is, you know, everybody, this is what works for us, what works for Jay. Yeah. Take it, try it. There's other, the other things out there. Try some of those. Figure out what works for you and use it. 
That's exactly it. There's so many great modalities. Obviously, Liberate has so many great healers. <clears throat> Different modalities. For me, the the breath work that I teach is a three part breath. You know, you guys can tune in some other time to one of my classes. They're amazing. I'm telling yeah. you, you saved my life multiple times. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Changed my life too. And re I say it rewires and reprograms you, and it really does permanently kind of shifts you. Uh, the idea that this this deep breathing is is kind of the only thing that I've tried that gets me in touch energetically to the chakras. That's the difference. You can talk about them, you can maybe touch on them a little or feel pain in your body and tune in, but when you can feel, almost feel them spinning and pulsating and like, wow, I'm feeling the energy, literally like you're t touching your cells. Yeah. Then you can tune into what's really going on and start to do some deep healing. That's why I love breath work. It takes you out of your head, out of your physical body into the energy and so that's a wonderful modality if you really want to fine-tune to what's going on energetically. Of course, Reiki, in, in, yeah. In Jay's breathwork classes, I have to give him a little kudos here, and I really highly recommend everybody try it at least once. Uh, they, it's not just breathwork, okay? <laughs> so, you know, you, you, there's many different breathwork facilitators that are out there, but Jay being a multifaceted healer, uh, he kind of puts some different things together. So you're doing the breath work, and then then he ties in Honopono, which is a forgiveness uh, Hawaiian forgiveness technique that after the breath work, I feel it supercharges it, supercharges the intention. And then being a hypnotherapist, he uses beautiful guided visualization that while you're in that theta state, takes you into a reprogramming um, scenario that helps to even further uh, strengthen and commit those changes that you've already made. So, I mean, I don't think that that's just like, you know, just doing some breath work, which, you know, people can do. You can yeah. probably like look up some things on YouTube, but it's, it's, it's having that whole uh, experience that really put together in that sequence creates ma massive transformation. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's wonderful. We all, you know, we take what we learn over the years and put it all together and create our own system. And, you know, it works for me and it's helped a lot of other people. So thank you. I, I, I love it. And I mean, and so if you, yeah, please. And I also have a seven series chakra um, <laughs> a sh seven chakra series on my website breatheonlook.net <laughs> seven series chakra chakra series try that I, tongue we, twister we, I knew what you meant but it's a good thing that you clarified yeah okay. we, I, I've done breath work around all seven chakras to really focus in and so you have you can do that at home anytime but that's that's one option I mean you know Reiki Reiki is a wonderful more subtle energy where people can help to clear and recharge your chakras right yeah uh I mean, tapping EFT is really powerful to kind of open up some of those. Hypnosis, of course. What other suggestions around? Yeah, balancing? I mean, well, I think one of the things that you started out saying was how important it is to tune in mm -hmm. to yourself mm -hmm. and have some awareness of what's also going on. Because I also am a firm believer of you got to pull out the root too. So mm -hmm. these these are great tools, and they're going to help alleviate some of the congestion or the dis displacement of energy. Um, but if you're constantly being agitated, if you have some unresolved uh, resentment, if you have some shame that you're carrying, if you have, you know, whatever fill in the blank, this inability to express yourself, this self judgment or criticism, you got to work on that. And so whatever that area is for you, um, 
start looking at also what are some steps that you can take to heal whatever those emotions are so that the chakra doesn't go out of balance again because this is going to be yes fix it but then let's fix the root and use any of these tools to help aid and strengthen and make you into you know it's kind of like if you have a headache you might want to take tylenol but if you have if you're getting constant headaches you probably need to address what is causing the headaches you have chronic dehydration exactly. or there's something else going on you know so think about that right yeah. the tylenol is good yeah because it's gonna make you be able to get through your day and not live with the pain. But you gotta, you gotta pull out what is causing those headaches to always occur. Yeah, I love that you talked about that because I, as, even as a health coach, I would share how to eat, how to exercise, and then you know people wouldn't do it. And I was always like, why are they not doing it? What's the emotional stuff going on? What's the self-sabotage, right? What's the, I'm not worthy of being fit or whatever or healthy. So that's why, I move directly into, let's get to the energy of things. Let's yeah. get to the energy behind what's going on. <laughs> I love and it. And the emotion behind that. And, uh, and that's where the true and lasting healing comes. Of course, we want to take our, care of our physical body, our strength, all of that. But that, it's really got to start here. Jay, well, I think that this is a good place to like kind of wrap up. I yeah. mean, we covered all of the chakras and shared some great things. But I know that you shared briefly a few of the website chakrabalms.com and mm -hmm. breatheonit.net mm -hmm. um, and you know I, we can put and pop in all your social handles if you want to share them right now too yeah that'd be great facebook and instagram are breathe on it with j and also chakra balms is my instagram and facebook page for the products yeah did i miss anything i think that's good yeah, no, that's great. And, you know, uh, when, when do you do your... First your... Tuesday of every month. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> I teach <laughs> breathwork and ho'oponopono virtually with liberateyourself.com. Let me take over. Uh, <laughs> I love this one. No, but I, you should definitely do yourself a favor try it out if you're doing it at home um putting like i like the bigger headphones on to mm -hmm. like really drown it out um but try it see you know explore and and explore if you're if you're curious and you you're drawn to the subject line it's because there's something there to heal or look at or fix and i really honestly there's something there to heal fix and work on for anybody at no matter how and wherever anybody is because we're always evolving but um try it you have everything to gain and nothing to lose by allowing yourself to explore how to better yourself yeah thank you for having me thank you jay it's been a pleasure yeah, thank you everyone i hope to see you again all right guys thank you till next time Hey everyone, it's Jay Bradley, and I just finished my live stream Breathwork and Ho'oponopono meditation, and it was right here back where I teach twice a week. Of course, there was nobody with me, unfortunately, due to what's going on, but I hope you guys will consider joining every single week for what I think is the most life-changing process, Breathwork and Ho'oponopono. And I'm also super grateful to Liberate for providing this space and sharing more of this healing work online for you, especially now during this time of quarantine. So if you'd also like to donate to Liberate, please go to liberateyourself.com 
and let us know what you need. Let us know we're here for you. I know it's a difficult time and it's exciting for us to be able to help share the healing, not just for you, but for the world. So hope to see you soon. Hi, this is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. 